Ginger, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I am good. Today's this is uh, I'm good because I have a little liquor in me. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it was that kind of day, and so it was like, if I'm gonna be upbeat about stuff, I I need a I need a beer. That's so. okay. I'm probably going to crack open some wine when I get home. There it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but it's been a really packed week last week too of just geek, whatever. Because you went to fried. PyCon not yep. too long ago, so we gotta talk about that. And then, of course, E3, E3. has dominated. And then, uh, between DC and Marvel, we have two huge events in comics, and we've got all kinds of other comics going. So it's, it's a pretty packed week. I feel like with just what has happened in the past two weeks, we have enough material for like three episodes. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And we wouldn't even get to everything. I know. I I know just from the con, I have way too much to talk about. Yeah. You know, I had to like think really hard about what am I going to talk about this episode from the con. And we're splitting some up so that way we yeah. don't just inundate you with everything. Same thing with E3. We'll talk about some stuff next week and more stuff will come out through the week and everything else. So, yeah. you know, it'll be all good. Um, so what do you want to hit first? We got tons to talk about. Let's go ahead and start with E3. Why E3? Okay. Yeah, let's go ahead and roll to it. So, just to recap, we watched, uh, we actually just watched um, again. <laughs> we watched uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild got announced well, it was announced, but it actually got shown off today with some, some mm -hmm. real substantial. Nintendo did something weird. Not weird. It's very Nintendo. But Nintendo, in their whole uh, presentation, because I watched it this morning, right? Okay. So their whole presentation was two games. <laughs> two games. It was Zelda and Pokemon. Pokemon! <laughs> now, Gotta catch them all. I mean, it's two games people care about. And it's so, two games that have a huge following. And also true. with Pokemon, it being their 20th anniversary. That's this true. year's just a huge year for Pokemon. It's a, it's a big year. It's just funny that, like, all the other, like, ma like all the other publishers are, like, cram their things full of like Multiple like 12 things. games and trailers and stuff we've already seen but they shove it in there anyway Nintendo no we, we're not telling two you things. about our new console no. we're just gonna imagine that didn't happen and then we're going to do really two games that's crazy frustrating but anyway so and we'll touch on that too because yeah. yeah I mean I remember when the uh, little teaser trailer came out however long ago for Breath of the Wild. Was that last E3? I think so. <laughs> it's been a while. It wasn't last E3. It was. Yes, it was. I swear it was. But you know, it was just. It was pretty much just scenery. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's beautiful. And also, it's like, yay, new Zelda game. Yeah. And now we actually have a title and seen some gameplay, and oh my gosh, it looks amazing. And they did gameplay all day. They're still doing it. So, like, all day oh. they showed off one area. They showed off the plateau area, mm -hmm. and they just streamed it all day. This is one of the days when I wish I wasn't at work and could just, you know, follow in, like, I follow a lot of people that also, like, live tweet these things, yeah. and, like, I wish I could be doing that right yeah. now. <laughs> it's, okay, well, let's get this out of the way. It's, it's beautiful. It's, like, there's in a lot of ways it's the Zelda I've wanted mm -hmm. stylistically for a while. Yes, that's that's kind of what I was thinking yeah. about when I saw it. And the abilities you have, you mm -hmm. know, like it looks like you can climb anything. He can jump. Link can finally jump. <laughs> <laughs> like for the last couple iterations, it's that they do that automatic thing where like you get yeah. next to a thing. And I mean, I hate the that. the most recent one I've been playing is Wind Waker HD okay. on my Wii U my favorite i think it's beautiful but it's you know very stylized yeah so it's kind of weird going from like that being like in my brain to then seeing this really beautiful you know picturesque 
Um, I like that they didn't go full realistic. Like there's still that little sheen of it, it's still stylized. Wind Waker-ish, bit, yeah. you know, because Wind Waker's beautiful. Wind Waker's a beautiful game. I love that game. Um, but like, um, have you ever read Understanding Comics by Scott McCloud? No. You should read. That. Literally, his name is Scott McCloud. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's awesome. Okay, so um, <laughs> within the comic, he does this little uh, diagram of like how you can stylize comics and animation or anything drawn, and you have you know one scale super duper realistic, the other you know very abstract, and so it's interesting because this is a lot closer to the realistic mm-hmm. you know side than any of the other Zelda games have been. Part of it was, you know, the consoles and yeah. ability, but, you know, it's it's cool to see. It seems it's like they just now. made a choice. Like, they were mm-hmm. like, okay, we're going to go as close. But I like, there's a part of me that I feel like some people will even look at that and go, well, it's not, like, it's not realistic enough. And, I, yeah. and I'm like, that's perfect. That's a perfect amount. I think amount. it's a good balance between... Yeah you know stylized and realistic where it still has its own feel yeah it was hilarious how it saw someone being like we can set forest fires wow. <laughs> <laughs> i actually think it was awesome. on a geek and centrist that's fantastic um, <laughs> yes you can because he sets fire which is cool yeah you know um and the way he was like hunting you know pushing the boulder down to yeah, you can that was cool. actual uh, environmental interaction taken. And also, they've got, like, when you... So in past Zelda games, it's always been a tradition that if you swipe at the grass, hearts will pop out. Mm-hmm. And that's how you get health. That is not in this game. So you will not be able to do that. What you have to do is eat. And so to he's regain your health... Yeah, yeah, so that's why there's a whole little thing where he has to have a campfire, and he's got to do that. Also, all of the Which clothing cool. is customizable. So that's why in one shot you see him diving. You can I have him naked that. if you want. <laughs> yeah, I saw literally. I, I forget if it was Kotaku or where I saw that, but they're like, literally, you can do that if you want. No one's going to. But like, well, actually, there would probably be, probably some be quite a few. But you can customize his gear to fit your look. Now I don't know how extensive it'll go with mm-hmm. it, but it's still kind of cool because in well, previous games there is no customization. There's none. You know, he's stuck. Um, so. Uh, about the like gems and hearts in the grass, mm-hmm. I always thought that was funny. You know, making jokes about it. You know, Just, go yeah. cut grass, <laughs> heal yourself, <laughs> find magic things that will help you fly. Go you, cut the grass. You go cut the grass. Yeah, yeah. yeah it promotes hard work. It promotes <laughs> for for young for young people. Go play Zelda. You'll learn how See, to. See, now work. they're trying to teach us to cook. Yeah, now they're trying to teach us. I like that he cut the wood. He cut yeah. the tree and to it fell over. Yeah, to make yeah. a bridge. But you can actually cut other stuff. You can hunt, but they did say that you couldn't go through the entire game and not hunt because they're, you know, Ooh. it's Nintendo. Yeah. So they're very cognizant about, you know, not wanting to if you don't if you're not comfortable with that, yeah. you know, we don't want you to do that, whatever. I mean, I, I don't like killing innocent woodland yeah. creatures. If you don't have to. If I don't have to. Now like if I was out of the woods starving, you know, I, I would yeah. do what I would have to do to survive, but I don't have to. I'm not going well, to. Well, you might be at that point. Like, you know, if there's a point there later on in the game, yeah. you have to. It's a choice it's a you choice. actually have to make, you know. I like that they don't force you into it. I like that that's optional. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, I mean, I'm I'm excited for it. My only qualm is that I don't know how I'm going to play it. Because, of course, <laughs> they, they say before E3, we're not talking about NX. In the presentation, literally, like, four sentences in, 
He mentions the NX. He says <laughs> the Wii U, like it's going to be, you know, you can play this on the Wii U and the NX, but that's it. He doesn't say anything about what time Which frame. Which is frustrating because, okay, I do have a Wii U and I want the NX. Yeah. And I want this game. So depending on when it comes out may change when I get the NX. Yeah, because, you know, and there's still no... Cause like those, or I may just end up getting the game twice and then like selling the Wii U version or something. See, I but if know. I had a Wii U, I'd buy the game on Wii U and experience the thing it. Is, the thing they almost always do bundles, especially True. near the holidays or anything like that. And I'm like, hmm. That's true. Get and a we good don't bundle. know when it's going to release yet. Yeah. So it could be and holiday. There may be like a cool amiibo in the bundle. They did show off an amiibo. Oh, they did? Mm -hmm. Cool! They showed off a bunch of new amiibos. So, and, uh, and th there, a lot of times bundles come with cool amiibos, or if there's a collector's edition, I'll get the collector's edition. Nintendo tends to do the collector's edition yeah. pretty, pretty well. They, they, they tend to go all out. They'll give you all kinds of mm -hmm. little themes and all kinds of stuff. Um, so, okay. So, Zelda looks fantastic. I'm excited mm -hmm. for it. I'm frustrated that I don't know where I'm going to get it because I don't have a Wii U. So, I'm kind of waiting for them to show because me you an don't NX. Buy a Wii U no. and then, then want to get an NX. It's too close. It's too close. Not now. And I'm saying, and it's, it's right now, it's between. Mm -hmm. It would be between an Xbox One because I already have a PS4. So, it would be between an Xbox One, which I'm already saving up for because of Gears, which we'll get to. Because <laughs> Gears of War 4 is out there. Because what did they do? They announced a bundle. And they announced a limited edition of of controller, of so course. now I must have all that. So, of course you do. So it's either an Xbox One or a Wii U, and I'm like, okay, one is going to have an uh, extended life. Mm -hmm. One is not. One is going to yeah. die I within mean, two years. <laughs> for you, the obvious choice is to wait till the NX comes out, no matter how frustrating it's it is. So but you'll be happier because as the... soon as I have the NX, I'm going to have a Wii that I don't use already because yeah. the Wii U plays all the Wii games, and then I'll have a Wii U, and, um, you know, it's like... There's yeah. some cool titles coming, but it's so thin. Like, I'm so upset at Nintendo for releasing tennis. Finally, it's coming out, like, next year. I'm like... <laughs> I love Mario Tennis. It's like one of the like see, I've played like the Sim ones. Mm -hmm. It none of them hold a candle to yeah. Mario Tennis. So Pokemon is the other one that Pokemon! they talked about for like seriously. They talked about the thing for like two hours. Okay, so I will probably be watching this sometime within yeah. the next week because whenever I find the time uh, tonight, I have to watch my episode of Game of Thrones because I did it yesterday. Shame. I know. Person who is so far behind. That's why it's funny. Who hasn't started episode one? That's how far behind. Okay, so um, I've been like waiting for every little bit of news about Pokemon Sun and Moon as I can. I remember when they first. Like, people found out what the names were going to be because the trademarks had been claimed. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Sun and Moon, this is awesome. Because, okay, Selena, Moon. I have to have moon. Selena means moon in Greek. You have to. I, I did not to. know that. Yes. I did not. I that, totally that's also that. another reason. Selena, Kyle, Catwoman, Knight. Well, I see. That's why I was yeah. trying to. In my brain, I was trying to associate it with Catwoman. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I, don't, I don't get it. And now that makes sense because I know that. Yeah, yeah. moon. Uh, well, I don't there, understand my own language. <laughs> I don't Selena. go to Greek. The thing is, it's spelled with a C, but still, it's hey, 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 it's the same thing. It's still it's close. E L I N A. It's close. Uh, and so I was like, 
Oh my gosh! Yes! And so we immediately went and pre-ordered one of each. So you pre-ordered both, because Mike. So yeah. Michael gets Sun. Well, or do we've you now both been debating. Or? Well, okay, you. One copy is only good for one person unless okay. you want to erase stuff. Gotcha. Which you don't want to do normally. Yeah. So I'm actually contemplating on how my money is doing at the time. I may get both. Because there's exclusive Pokemon in each one, right? Yes. Okay. And you can kind of, you can populate your Pokedex by like trading Pokemon with yeah. people and then just trading them right back. But if I do that, I want to keep the Pokemon. Oh. I don't want to trade it back. So they announced three new ones today. And they all look amazing. Yeah, I was going to say, do you have a favorite? Um, out of the ones they announced today, it would have to be a Pick Pick. Okay. This is awesome, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a little cute little word, Picker Bird. Is <laughs> Though, I am really interested in what Grubbin is going to evolve into. Well, I was going to say, so they just showed their base form. Yep. And they didn't show any of their other stuff. Because, no. I mean, it's... When does it come out? Is it, like, later? It's later this year. It's, uh, it is later this year. Yeah. I am blanking on the date. But they've got, like, at least one more Nintendo Direct before that. So I'm sure oh, we'll yeah. get a crap load of info then. Um, they're also... Uh, closer to the game coming out, they also tell you what's going to be exclusive to ah, each one. Okay. That's actually how I decided um, to get... What about X and Y? That's how mm -hmm. I decided when I did... Uh, Alpha, Sapphire, Mega, mm -hmm. Ruby, you know. I looked at what the exclusives were because cool. well, yeah. essentially they're pretty much the same game. Um, so they did announce that the Pokemon, the legendaries, are going to be a lot more tied into the story of this cool. game than the others. So I'm wondering how that's going to work because they've always been kind of tied in, but it's like an overarching theme. It's to it's your, very like, like it's it's just a way for yeah. them to I mean it's at the very basest yeah. thing. Here it sounds like they're really trying to like to add it work, in and work the character into an actual Which is cool. Also yeah. just uh, I've seen it a lot of the images of awesome. gameplay. It looks so cool. It looks like things that I wanted X and Y to be. It looks like it's the coolest um, looking Pokemon. It, game, it looks like X and Y on steroids. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. do you like the third person camera? Because I was talking, I was actually talking to my boss today, and he does it. He he prefers the over the top when you're walking through and everything. I um. I tend to prefer. A lot of times, stuff. it depends on what game I'm playing. Yeah. Um, because that can help you with different strategies and stuff and seeing things normally I do like third person yeah. so I tend to like third person um, that's, that's kind of my I, I normally like that better than yeah. over um, and the battles themselves I like they're out, out of all of the things I care for like first person the least yeah I do too that's um, I mean there's a few games that I like it but meh. yeah but yeah I really like that and like um when you're battling now, you can, you know, see the other people on the side. Yeah. It's, they've created a, a more of an environment for the whole game. Yeah. Instead of, you know, just cut scenes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I like the animations are great. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I would always, and this is, I have a thing with in every RPG, because there are, I don't know how many RPGs I've played, not Pokemon, not, like, mm -hmm. excluded, but, like, where they don't, I always have a problem when they don't, if they're going to do an attack 
and they don't go to the person to attack them when they're melee, mm-hmm. it always bothers me. It's bothering me in Final Fantasy. Yeah. It's bothering I mean, me in Pokemon. It's like you do the attack and you see them get hit, <laughs> but you don't actually yeah. see it move over and hit and then it take the like damage. for ranged. It's totally different. So like in the fight they were showing, yeah. they were showing like a long range and his attack goes all the way across the screen and it's water and it looks cool. Yeah. The the bird does like a a swipe and you see. I do like that they do some kind of effect right mm-hmm. in front of the Pokemon to like. To register that that's what he did yeah but i don't you know i want him to move and and attack you know but it's it's been that way in tons of rpgs uh, it it's just a quirk it's a thing i don't you know i'm like really but, you couldn't spring for the animation to yeah. move him across but of course uh if anyone has been actually following me on tumblr or twitter they know what starter is my favorite roll it roll it all the way oh my gosh it's an owl and it's you know, a does it have anything to do with um, with? Do you love the Hedwig in Harry Potter? I, I love all owls. You just love owls. I just love general. owls. Okay. Yeah. Um, the long story goes with that, but short story: Selena loves owls. <laughs> and also, Selena loves like anything life and nature themed. So a life nature themed owl is perfect for me. Oh my lord! So that's your starter. Yes. That's the starter. Okay. There's. No other way for me to go. Like, uh, even Kay, like, as soon as they announced, Kay was like, I know what your start's going to be. I'm like, yes! Because <laughs> she knows me very well. And she's like, her decision is she needs to see what they're going to evolve into before she makes her final decision. Well, I see, I get that. Yeah. I, I kind of probably, I would probably be more like, this is honestly the first one that has kind of got me like, I wish I had a 3DS. Get a 3DS. I don't have one and I thought about it. I'm sure they will do a bundle when it comes out. Yeah. Just get it when it comes out and get a bundle. I've really thought about hopping in because it looks like it's I'm, the closest. I really want a new 3DS. I still have the old small 3DS. It's good. It works, plays yeah. games. But Michael has the new 3DS. And it's just the graphics are so yeah. much better. The 3D actually works. And, you know, has the capabilities for the Amiibos. Where mine, I would have to buy the little... The little uh, yeah, adapter thing. adapter. But anyways. Okay. So, okay, well, while we're talking about Pokemon, then they also announced some stuff for your other addiction. Skylanders! <laughs> okay, this... this like your I know, this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, of course, I I think we've mentioned Skylanders a few times before. Yeah, I think so. So... Slight chance. <laughs> it is one of my like guilty pleasures, I guess you could say. But I'm not guilty. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I'm not a big guilty about Skylanders. Yeah. Cool. Um, so Ruby story. In case people, you know, are just jumping into our show, I've been playing it since uh, Trap Team came out. But I've also played Giants as well. I just haven't finished Giants. Yeah. And um, not Trap Team, Swap Force been playing since Swap Force. You know, it's Trap Team came out, it was awesome, it was cool, I like the little crystals, trap the villains, make the villains work for you. Well then, Superchargers came out, I was like, ooh, are they going to do more with the villains? And they didn't. And I was very sad, because some of the villains are really cool looking, and would like make awesome designs for toys, and guess what? <laughs> Imaginators has them. It seems like Imaginators is doing everything that fans they needed wanted. To do. Yeah, fans, fans. It seems like the reception for Superchargers was very muted. 
Superchargers is a good game. Like, we've been playing it in um, our collection. We are literally one character short from having a full collection. And we're, we've restarted it so that we can actually go through and play everything and unlock it yeah. at that time. Because there are places you can only get to if you have a character of this element. Yeah. You know. And, of course, when the game first comes out, you can't yeah, do you that. Yeah, you don't have all that. Yeah. But anyways, so... They've already announced that Wolfgang, one of my favorite of the bad guys, he's a giant like werewolf guy who plays the guitar, and he has such a tragic <laughs> backstory. Yeah, um, he's going to be in the Dark Edition star set along with the Golden Queen, who is also pretty cool, and she's badass and kind of sassy. And so she's going to be in she, the um, opening set, or do you have to purchase? The them? Golden Queen's going to be in both of the starters. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so. They always have a regular starter edition, and then they always have the dark edition. The dark edition also costs around $20 more, yeah. but it comes with always more things. Mm. Also, it's exclusive, so once they're sold, they're sold. Yeah. You can randomly find them at like stores that have slow... Um, like trickles and... Yeah. yeah. Like a um, random Walgreens or so. Like, yeah, yeah, stuff that doesn't get it until later. Uh, like a Walmart in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but so, like the first day it was announced, went and pre-ordered the Dark Edition, because uh, also this time they're having um, you can make your own character. Yeah. They're really focusing on you know create your own, which I think is a little bit of response to uh, Legos Dimensions. Yeah. I, um. Who is which, their only competition yeah, now, right? Yeah. yeah, because Affinity has dropped out. Um. So, I, so, <laughs> so I know about Infinity. I'm waiting for like all the figures to go on super sale, and I'm gonna just buy figures just to buy figures. Okay, so here's the thing about that. What the hell? It was closed down. Like, mm -hmm. now I get. Actually, no, I take that back because I get why. Because they had they still several, have two more yeah, sets. They had coming. two sets already planned, so they're doing those two sets, and so I'm guessing prices will start dropping after the last yeah. set. Because so I've been the patient. same thing. I've been waiting, yeah. and I'm like, Wait. They, they've gone down a little bit, but like not super. Yeah, but not super discount. Yeah. Like they will. I want a four dollar Olaf. I need to I complete know. my set. I want the inside out characters. Yeah, Darn I want it. them all. I just I don't care about just the game. Because the they are good sculpts. They're great. And so that was the thing that always attracted me to Skylanders is they're good sculpts. Yeah. Um. So. Back so to Imaginators. Yeah. Creature of character, you have to have these like crystals that are pretty cool designed. If you look, uh, we can probably put a link yeah. uh, to one of their pages. But uh, the Dark Edition comes with several crystals instead of just like the regular starter comes with, I think, like just one. Oh, okay. Um, and of course, yeah, they're all like these black and silvery designs instead of their normal colors, which sometimes makes me sad because their coloration in normal versions look really good. Yeah. But. Limited edition. Yeah, it's still limited. You're still gonna get yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm super duper excited about it. Every time they announce a new thing, so far the only thing I'm not really excited about is Crash Bandicoot. He scares me. He's awesome. He looks scary. You know that's how he really looked though. He was always a little. He was I a little, know. He, was a little he scared me back then. I've only ever played a little bit of one Crash Bandicoot game. I. I have no idea which one. It was like back when I was in middle school. Yeah, it's probably like the second one then. Um, yeah. And I thought he was creepy looking then. What? Crash Bandicoot's been. 
I'm excited that he's in the game. I mean, it's it's cool because I mean, in and there's a remaster coming, which I'm stoked for. Yeah, in Superchargers, you know, they had Bowser and Donkey Kong. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that they're bringing in other things. I mean, I know Activision owns. Yeah, and it started out as Spyro's game anyway, and then it, he went away. It's not been the thing. I'm just hey, excited no. that they're using the character again because that means he's on the brain. Yeah. And they're doing a remaster plus him here. I'm hoping at some point we get a new, new Crash Bandicoot at some point because I loved that game. Yeah. I was like, I, I loved it. Um, so I'm stoked for Skylanders. Skylanders. Can't wait. Stoked for Pokemon. Can't wait. So, if you were a fan of superheroes or VR, this show had a lot for you. I'm not a fan of VR. <laughs> I, in fact, I don't loathe it, but I'm not a fan. I am like in the camp of like I don't care about this crap. I don't want. I don't want VR? it. In my, a VR. So virtual reality. Oh. So like Oculus Rift, the Vive. Oh. Uh, oh, PlayStation VR. Michael's super excited about the Oculus. Google Dream. I could give two shits. I really could care about this game. Only because it's so expensive. And to me, right now, and for the foreseeable future, the investment is not warranted. Because there's not enough on the other side of that thing to warrant me spending that kind of money. But in a few it. years, there may be. And Maybe. by then, there'll probably be it's better not, price range. I don't think it's the future. I know some people do. I, it will always be a Dave and Buster's attraction to me. It will uh, not be something that's in my house, and that's like that's that's where I stand on VR. So that that makes me okay. So tiny side note, but you're going off on VR. I just read Ready Player One. Yeah. Eh. And as for, okay. What a eh. <laughs> the story is kind of interesting. The characters are kind of interesting. The writing I'm feels not clunky to me. The Sorry. writing feels a little clunky to me. Also, part of it may just be when I grew up. He explains a lot of 80s trivia and stuff. Ooh. And I'm like, I know a lot of this already. Uh, and of course, there's things that I don't, don't know, know, but yeah. like 80% of it or more, probably closer to 90% of it I know. And yeah. I feel like if this book came out maybe 20 years from now. It's not, basically, it's not, be, yeah. But it's like, he goes on and on, like, pages of just 80s stuff. I mean, it pertains to the story, but yeah. not directly enough to list all of it. Um, that makes sense. And it might just be, yeah, you might be right. It just might be your your background yeah. doesn't fit with having that over Yeah, because I can yeah. see someone, like, 15 Loving this book. Absolutely. Because they wouldn't know all the 80s stuff. Exactly. But... And um, it would need someone of his... I don't know how old um, the author the, is. I'm, I'm not sure either. I imagine he's probably, or she, is probably an 80s kid. I, or at least grew up in the yeah. 80s. You know, um, if they're... Because like, I did not grow up in the 80s, but my parents, that was when they were in their 20s. Yeah. And they kind of shared a lot of their 80s mm -hmm. love with me. And also I have a lot of friends who are older and were raised in the 80s. Most of my friends are older than me. Um, and so, you know, by, by proxy you learn about yeah. stuff. And also a lot of the game focuses a lot on gaming history. Yeah. And I know so much about that just from yeah. 
all my friends and stuff, even though I didn't game, my friends gamed, they yeah. learned more, you know. Yeah. But, Makes I sense. mean, Ready Player One, most of it takes part in a virtual reality. Yeah. So, it's, a lot of people do think that's the way it's going. I I know, and I just, and I'll argue with them. I've had this argument a couple times, right? Because I was like, no, I don't see it. These games, and I understand the games they pull up are like Lucky's Tale and uh, like Edge of Nowhere and some of these other titles. But if you look at them and you compare them to, I'm playing Witcher right now, and I'm like, mm-hmm. there's no, the, the, the length of the field in between those titles is so long. <laughs> it's like, you're not gonna get there for a while. I mean, VR is still trying to figure out how to do constant motion mm-hmm. without making you sick. Yeah. So like, that's like, and that's a legitimate thing. Like they have to constantly figure I out. I mean, and, and that's kind of like, when cars first came about, people were getting sick because they their bodies were not used to yeah. going that fast. But I don't think this is cars. I don't think VR is an experience that will replace 2D gaming. I feel like it's another 3D gaming, and it's going to be really cool in small doses for a certain subset of people, and everybody else is going to continue and go along their path. It's going to be interesting to maybe go back and hear this podcast yeah, like ten yeah, years from now. Yeah. So like so like in, in this in this case, right? So at E3 they announced a couple different VR games. Um, and the thing they're doing now, especially with like PlayStation VR, they are it is optional because mm-hmm. they will have a, a actually they will release another PS4 next year that will be more powerful and will be able to render things for the PlayStation VR at a quicker mm-hmm. rate. So next year we're gonna get a lot of VR titles. So one of them got announced, which is great if you're a superhero fan, because it's Batman. It's Batman VR experience. It's by Rocksteady Games, who mm-hmm. made the Arkham series. It's one of the best superhero game franchises ever, right? It's fantastic. However, I don't. <laughs> it, is, it is an experience that I could care less about. I don't want that. I don't want that. They also... Maybe Resident that's because you're 10 years older than me. Uh, maybe it's because <laughs> if I want VR, I can go to Dave & Buster's and get it and get my five minutes of time and I'm good. I'm done. I want... I don't like... Now, here's the argument. Some people will go, I I like to be so... Inv- I hear uh, Jeff Kanata talks about it all the time on DLC and I love it and I love him or whatever, but it's, it's just like, oh my God. Complete immersion. So, yeah, they love that. I don't like that. I like to look over and see my dog and cut the line of, I'm not in this game all the way. I don't need to be threatened by whatever is sitting on this TV and is about what to eat me. What is a happy pretty game? But no, I still like to be, I don't like to be disconnected from the okay. world I'm in. See, I'm okay with that. That's one reason why I read. Reading is my escape from my reality. I'd rather deal with these situations that are going on in the book for a little while because you know what? Yes. A lot of times, at least the person who's the main character, yeah. makes it because they're the main character. Yeah. So, you know, I know and while I'm this person. Yes. But you're even horrible thing. Yeah. I mean, there are times when I, after I get up from a book, I'm like, I have no idea what day, what time. True, but if I someone am. threw a tennis ball at you, you would probably see, feel it coming and I you would, would be able to turn. Actually, I'd probably just get hit in the oh head. <laughs> you have I not wouldn't. seen me in Teen I like to see my phone. I like to know that, like, I'll listen to a podcast when I'm playing a game. I like to be immersed in other stuff. So this is where we This is where differ. we part. 
So, um, but like Batman VR looks great, looks mm-hmm. cool. It's not an experience, and I'm a Batman fan, but it's not an experience I want. But it's awesome that it's there. I am disappointed that Rocksteady is working on that mm. and not working on one of the 10 million other things that they could be working on and making this fully embodied game. I feel like they are limited. Mm-hmm. So the other one that got announced, and it's, it's an optional one, is Resident Evil. So I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. I've never played any of them, but also I'm not big into gore. You're not big into gore and horror. That's I, fine. I, I like thriller. Yeah. I like to be scared. I don't like to see insides of people. Insides are supposed to be inside. Okay. Resident Evil lately has kind of... They walked that line because it's more of... It's almost like an action franchise lately. Mm-hmm. But with this one, they are going back. It's fir- first person, not third. Which bums me out because I don't like first person as much. So it's first person. Makes me think of uh, Brian. He says he always ends up running into walls if he's first person. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's they're doing the uh, Silent Hills PT. If you ever saw that, where it's the first person, you're in like very cramped quarters, and and they they brought back the old Resident Evil thing of like the door where. it, and it like the screen and you don't know what's on the other side until it finishes loading so like you could it could cut and then all of a sudden you're there and there could be somebody right in front of you you don't know right so I love jump scares, that kind of. yeah it, it, Resident Evil is huge in jump scares but this one looks scary but it's also going to have you can play it in VR uh. and they're starting to do that thing, and it's gonna. I'm, t- I'm quote me now. It's gonna bite them in the ass. Like three years from now, and they're gonna make all these games. All yes, we do. We got, it's gonna bite them in the ass because they're gonna make all these things with this VR optional shoehorn crap, and then it's not going to take like they wanted to. It's going to have a presence. VR isn't going to go anywhere, but it's not going to replace typical 2D games. Because everyone think, said the same thing. I think thing until it gets more accessible. Like price-wise, it won't. But I think once technology gets better and they figure out some of the kinks and the prices start to go down, it it may. Uh, but anyways, so we should continue. So that's a good summary of where E3 is now. So let's take a break. We'll cover. We got a lot more to cover E3 next week. So let's yeah. get into Fried PyCon. Woohoo! Okay, so I went with Kay and Michael, and it was great. Like this was probably the best COD experience I've ever had. Like, really? as far as a full. You know, it was only a day, yeah. but it was free. It's always good. It was, it's always bumps. Yeah. It was smaller, mm-hmm. which led it to be better. Like, it was focused on the artists. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a comic, com- like, yeah. about these comics. Um, and it was great. And it, because it focused on the artists, Artist Alley was awesome to go through. Yeah. I spent way more money than I should have, yeah. but... It was like it was cool talking to them, and they got things signed, and so it was like so. Tessa Stone, I found out, likes to play board games. Ah, oh, what? That's cool. She writes uh, "Not Drunk Enough" and a lot of other things. But um, if you haven't read "Not Drunk Enough," you should go and read it. I've not. Uh, so Tessa Stone, that was really cool. Like, I ended up trying to buy one of her posters and. A lot of the people had the square, you know, where they could take cards, and she could only take ah, cash, okay. so I had to come back with cash. No, oh, okay. So, thing was, when I came back, it was clear, and I actually had time to talk to her. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Out. Yeah. Um, Anath Hirsch and 
Yuko were awesome to talk to as well. Um, Anand's talked to Michael a lot about Kingdom Hearts. Of course, <laughs> Michael had a Kingdom Hearts shirt on, and they just kind of went from there. It was like, Yuko and I were like, okay, they're just talking now. You know, it's like, they'll be quiet until you get them on this one subject. Um, see, oh, so I also met Ian McGinty, and he's the artist for a lot of really awesome stuff. Uh, Munchkin Guest Artist Edition, Munchkin Nights. He is writing... Uh, Tonsadell is writing the Munchkin comic, and he's doing the art for it. Oh, cool. Which uh, Tonsadell does Gunner Creek Court. If you haven't read Gunner Creek Court, go read it now! I'm sorry. It's one of my favorite web comics, and I've been reading it since 2009. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I just talked to him for a while as well because... You know, he's doing the art for all of these cool things, and of course, he's a fan of them as well. Yeah. And, like, Does he play he, a lot of Munchkin? I didn't ask him if he, he played a lot of He, he free, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, he probably doesn't great. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, the the uh, alternate version of Cat Bug, Bug Cat? Yeah. He created Bug Cat. Really? Yeah, Bug Cat's his son. <laughs> he took oh that. Oh, um, that's hilarious. Oh my god, and did you, so did you know who this guy was before you went to the show? I didn't really, like, I had, like, this, uh, I knew this guy was doing these, yeah. these things, but I didn't realize, like, it didn't click that he, that did. he was doing all of these I mean, cool things. those things you're listing are all, like, some of your favorite yeah. things, so I'm like, okay, that's, um, uh... So I'm like, I already had some of your stuff, and I didn't even know it, um, so just talked to him for a little while, and that was cool. It's like if I met someone that I didn't know, and they were like the creator of Golden Girls, and worked with Demi Lovato, and loved <laughs> yeah. X-Men. It was like, who are you? Yeah. And how have I not met you before this time in my life? Right? So it was pretty darn cool that he was there. Um, I ended up buying the first volume of Munchkin, and had him sign it, and nice. he drew a little picture. Awesome. Um, Natalie Reese, uh, she's the one who writes a Space time lunch, uh, yeah. Space battle lunchtime. I love that book. That so, is really good. It's fun. Okay, so what? Looking at her art. Yeah. And her little thing, you kind of expect her to be a little more outgoing. She's actually kind of quiet. Is she kind of quiet? Yeah, but she's really nice yeah. too. But yeah, it's just a lot more reserved than like looking at her color schemes yeah. and what. So it's it's interesting her how her art's very loud and and. Uh, it's clean. It's yeah. very clean style. It is clean. But it's but very it's... loud and pretty and bold. and yeah. So it was interesting because I would have never pictured her as that. Because <laughs> even her like social presence seems to be more... I mean, it could have been because she was at a con. Oh, that's true. But, uh, I, I, you know, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And yet yeah, she drew... She, she signed, signed your book. That's pretty cool. And she drew a really cute little face on it. Um, yeah, her art's awesome. And that book is just fantastic. It is. I, I can't wait for all of it, you know, to be so... Um, and oh. you got to meet Brendan Fletcher. I got to meet Brendan Fletcher. That Which was I'm a little jealous so of. So cool. I'm not going to lie. So, <laughs> right, is right. You know, wrote Batgirl and currently, you know, Power Rangers Pink. And I could just listen to him talk all day about the comic industry it's really cool because he also has an interesting background like he originally went to school and he wanted to do comics and like do the art for them mm -hmm. well he one of his best friends he knew was better at doing the art and he was 
you know, Brandon was better at doing the writing. Yeah. So they ended up kind of working together, one doing the art, one doing the writing, and kind of went from there. Nice. And it was just interesting to hear him speak because he talked about, you know, different things he's, you know, worked on and, mm-hmm. you know, just how the industry works, you know, how you have people giving you suggestions as you're writing and yeah. stuff. And he was super nice. Like, I've met some people, you know, celebrities, quote unquote. You yeah, know. people in the industry. Yeah, and sometimes they can be really rude. Yeah, he was nothing but sweet. I met a couple of them, <laughs> and like, I met the opposite, and yeah. it makes the opposite even better. And it, yeah, yeah, it's just refreshing. And he had a smile on his face, and oh, that was great. Oh, um, they also did some panels. Oh, cool. Um, and so one of the panels was about you know the industry and stuff, yeah. and. Ian was talking about how he was doing some art for a Hello Kitty thing, and like he put her in a giant mech suit and was like going to find other things, and the you know uppers were like, mm-hmm. but what if she found a giant strawberry? <laughs> 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 and it's just it shows how you can have this cool idea and then you know you're just shot down. But what if she found a giant okay. strawberry? That was awesome. So um, I think I even tweeted that, you know, like best quote of the day. <laughs> Kate Casanau was really awesome. It was cool. Um, when she signed my book, she drew her little face in a light blue pencil and then drew over it with the Sharpie. Wow. That was, okay. And that was cool. Classical, yeah. yeah. So it was neat because then now I have it. I can see it and you can see a little bit of the blue outline, oh, you know, and cool. then see. She went through it where someone. Uh, did the exact opposite. Um, Monica Gallagher, she just drew drew straight in it with a sharpie, and her picture is on point. And I'm like, you didn't do anything, but you know, yeah, just you just drew. Yeah, that's hard. And yeah, clean looking, and you know, I'm like, it's hard. <sighs> um, Emily Helen had like the coolest little like quote unquote business card. She had some uh, packs of matches. Yeah. That like had you know a little writing on had all of her information as well That's as cool. a little piece of art. I have a picture of it I posted uh, when I posted all my loot. You can see them there and they're pretty cool. She also has cool real business cards. and But she has those. Yeah. Of, That's neat. That's and awesome. And she was like, oh, just take one. They're kind of like business cards. I'm like, That's sweet. That's awesome. I'm like, I'm never using these matches so unless I'm like <laughs> really needing a light. But if you ever find yourself in the world of Zelda, you can set fire. <laughs> Start coming wildfire. Um, and then, so... And then Joan Cook? Yeah. She is doing the um, art for PhD Unknown. So that is written by the guy, um, Dante Shepard, who write well, it's a photo comic called Surviving the World. Okay. I've been reading that since 2009. And so this whole PhD Unknown started when... He, one of his kids was being born, and he had guest artists come and do things, and she was one of them, and they just kind of hit it off, and ah. like, we should collaborate more. So it's kind of cool hearing her talk cool, about yeah. that, and like, um, seeing, you know, one half of the duo mm-hmm. that makes a cool thing, and yeah, you should check out Surviving the World, though. It's it's great, and yeah, it's like, I've been reading it since 2009, still, still going. Wow. Yeah. Um... So yeah, Fry Pie Con was awesome. Uh, 
one thing I think was like an amazing feat, not a one bad thing happened. Really? Like no bad, you know, random like, oh no, I left this at home or I left this at the hotel or something bad with the Just car. Random, yeah. Everything went well. I was shocked. Like as soon it's as rare I for a contract. Yeah. As soon as I dropped K off and then I got home, I texted her, I was like, Oh my gosh, no, we just did. We had an incident free trip. <laughs> because we were also gone. Uh, we left Friday night, mm-hmm. and we didn't get back until Sunday night. Yeah, so it was like three whole days yeah. for you to really have bad things happen. Yeah. So the, or you get concred, and that always sucks. Yeah, so that whole thing was great. Experience. That's awesome. Well, and I was going to say, so uh, speaking of Pride PyCon. Yeah, so. My uh, little section of the comics this week kind of, you know, of course, comes from stuff that I got at the con. Makes sense. So, back to Brandon Fletcher, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink, issue one. I got the Fried Pie Con variant cover. Just actually cool looking. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's awesome, though. I really want the uh, other one that's uh, by the artist of Another Castle. Oh! She did some variant art for it, too. I really want that. So how is it? It is good. I is this the more. first issue? It's first issue. Okay. Um, I definitely want to read more of it. It was cool that I technically got it, like, two days before it released. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> it didn't release until June 1st. It's always and cool. And I got it. it on the 28th. So, am I signed? Fried <laughs> con variant and signed by oh, the writer. Lord. That's hilarious. Okay. I have to get a top load for this, like, or uh, like, yeah. actually, no, I'm probably gonna get a screw down. Oh, nice. Yeah, protect it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely worth uh, yeah. protecting. Um, okay, so basically, it starts off. Kimberly is at a gymnastics competition, and she's trying to get a hold of her parents, and she can't. So she goes home, well, to their home. Yeah. And the whole little village is quiet quiet and suddenly she sees like these monsters and so is it set in the same is it set with the same characters as the show yes so are there the two uh bully guys well right now she's in uh france oh okay so she's in a different so yeah but it is set in that universe it is set in that universe. like rita repulsa looks like rita repulsa and all that stuff they haven't shown her but yeah i would assume so because they mentioned rita and all the other you know um it's in france it's kind of cool well um that's where her parents are currently living oh okay that's neat yeah and uh so like it starts off she's no longer power ranger oh and so by the end of it though She's temporarily a power ranger again because now she has she found out that these weird creatures that were roaming around the streets are kidnapping people. So she goes find them and then it's just I mean I can't really say anything more yeah. spoilers, but well, that's interesting though. I like it's that. cool and like the thing. art is really pretty. And I love how like there's all these pink tones yeah. throughout. It's really nice. Um Ooh, that is nice art. And, like, look how badass she is. Yeah, that's slick looking. Who does the art on it? Um, so the art is Danielle DiNucco? Nuculo? That's how I would say it. And then colors are Sarah Stern. Yeah. That's nice. I like that. It looks yeah. slick. It's, so that's yeah, cool it's looking. like, um, see I like there. how they draw her, too. 
mm-hmm. like her face. And like there. Oh, that's, that's when she becomes awesome. Power Ranger again. Okay. Everyone has to go get the comic just so they can see what I'm talking about. That's slick though. If I, I'll find a preview, if I can find a preview, I'll stick it in yeah. my show notes. So you should show. <laughs> so you should show a picture if, of you, that, can, if I can of that and also awesome her when she gears up in her own stuff. But that's awesome too. Like, I know. That's slick. I love it. I like what she says. Like that's right. I make this look good. Eat your heart out, Mad Max. Brendan Fletcher is awesome. Yeah. I love his dialogue. It's like that. It's relatable mm-hmm. and fun, and his yeah, he was perfect pick for this. He, he's when he was great. Um, so another, Natalie Reese, Space Battle Lunchtime. I have issue one. I have the Fried Pie variant, not the Fried Pie Con variant because they didn't make one. Oh. Um, but it's it's signed as well. Yeah. Which is so awesome. pretty much all the things I've signed, I'm going to probably get like frame them some yeah. way. Um. Just Michael also needs to read them too before I. Yeah put them up um it is great so you've actually read this one mm-hmm. so you want to talk it. about this one yeah because uh i for one if, if anyone doesn't know i'm a huge like food network and, oh i love food like, network i love food competitions cut i like cutthroat, cutthroat kitchen, kitchen yes cutthroat um, kitchen chopped iron chef i love iron chef's um, good i, I like uh, i love master chef i've i haven't watched master chef i also like gordon mm-hmm. ramsey okay well, I, I, I've watched, yeah. like... Uh, Top Chef is good, too. I like Top Chef, yes. I like Top Chef. I like the one uh, Beatdown. Is it Bobby Flay's? Like, Beatdown yeah. with Bobby Flay. I like that one. Um, but I really like, like, the Iron Chef and Cutthroat Kitchen. Cutthroat Kitchen yeah. is my current, like, I, I just watch Alton Brown's awesome. He's such a snarky jerk. <laughs> the show would not be the show without him. He's awesome. I love the one that was... I watched one recently where they actually had the judges that typically do it. Oh, I saw in that. The, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a good one. So because of that, Space Battle Lunchtime is like right up, right up any fan of that type of things yeah. out because it basically centers around a food competition set in outer space. Yeah. So. Uh, and this, uh, the main character is just kind of randomly recruited because the main person that was going to be from Earth yeah. like dropped out or something, you know. And, and understandably so, after looking at all the competition and looking at yeah. how crazy I'd, I'd they take it. I'd be kind of terrified. And, yeah, you know, and I like the little frog. I like the yeah, little frog so alien cute. looking thing and the camera. Like, they they established the cast, you know, for the most part, that those first couple people throughout the book. And it is a it is a first issue. Yes. And it's in its truest form, right? It's a, it's a lot of setup. It's a lot mm-hmm. of introducing everybody. And what's really cool is Natalie not only writes it, but she also does the art for it. Yeah, which is great. It fits yeah. perfectly. So it's it's fun, and it's like if you need if you really want to get away from like current things and just go into something that's mm-hmm. just kind of happy and del- like you you just feel like we said earlier, her colors are just pretty yeah. and vibrant. It's great. Yeah, it's fun. You should read it. It's fun. Um, and then, of course, after that, you got Lumberjanes. Yep, making the ghost of it. Uh, issue one. It's going to be another... Um, little miniseries? Yeah. So, I also, again, have the Fried Pie Con variant. There was no Snazzy. one there to sign it or anything, or oh. I would have had it signed. But it's, it's still a hey, it's con still cool. variant. It's still cool. You know, only the people that were there or had someone go get one for them will have yeah. it. So, of course, sticking to, you know, Lumberjane style, it's a cute, fun little story with some little serious moments. And, you know, it's one of those, I don't want to talk too much about it because you should go and read it. Yeah. You can also probably read this without having read too much of the other stuff. I was going to ask because I, yeah, 
And it's actually pretty long. Like, um, it's a. It's quite a few pages. And so, of course, it's written by Jen Watt, and art is by Christine Nori. Mm-hmm. And colors by B. Marta Lajo. And, like. <laughs> Elegant me with my it's, pronunciation. It's, it's a whole book. And they have recently announced, if you've been following us, I've. Treated, tweeted about this a lot. Uh, the Lumberjanes and Gotham Academy. Yeah, buddy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I am so freaking excited for that. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, that's that's my comics for the week. But I do have like a little honorable mention. So I also met Jackie Lewis at the con, and she does con. Um, She's done Merry Men and The Line of Aurora. Oh, Merry Men. Yeah. I've been meaning to read that. It's, I haven't it's read it, but I queue. want to. She had an issue there, but when I was at the table, I was looking at stuff and trying to decide what to buy. Yeah. And then Michael pointed this out to me. Everyday Monsters. It's a book with a really pretty cover. Yeah, it's a really cool cover. A little book, though. And it turns out she hand-bound these books herself. Which is crazy. So, <laughs> which is so cool. I mean, it's so pretty, and I have a hard time of course she a uh, she signed it and drew a little bat. I know, I like the bat. It's, it's cool. adorable. So everyday monster, she Could drew a bad. monster every day and gave him a little, you know, bio type thing. That's so cool. one of my favorite monsters in it is uh, Bernard. Bernard is his dandy group's dungeon master. His girlfriend always plays a rogue and does her best to assert every new campaign. It's the only thing they fight about, other than which edition is best. Psh, second edition, obviously, is what he says. And then in his little picture, he's saying, uh, you guys better pray that I don't hit crit on this roll. And so in little dies. Awesome I love fuzzy. that. I love the sketchbooks. Yeah, like, no, I it's love those. great. And it's, uh, By the way, 3.5 is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Three point five is the best. I haven't played five yet, but five actually seems I've like heard it's good doing. About yeah, five. I've heard nothing good, uh, nothing but good for five. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Everyday monsters. Now, can you buy those on her site? I imagine you can. I we'll put imagine a you can. We'll put a link to her site because I'm sure she's got some kind of Etsy yeah. page or something. And it's, it's that's awesome. cool looking though. Yeah. And How again, oh, I. 20 something, I 20 think. something? Okay. Um, I mean, it is hand bound. Yeah, and it's a sketchbook. Sketchbooks yeah. are always about that. So, but yeah, um, it's cool looking. I love the cover. Like, it's really distinctive, and you can set it yeah. on a shelf. And, and you know, it'll be all awesome and pretty. So, quick side note about the con I, um, there were so many women artists and oh, writers really? there, and it was great. Like, Ian and Brendan, I think, were, and Anant were like the only yeah. men. Wow. It was cool. That's cool. That's awesome. I'm like, this This is what I need. <laughs> yeah. Now, are they going to do it, continue to do it every year, or was this um, a one and done type deal? They're wanting to do it again. Okay. Um, I don't think it's been completely decided if they will or not. Yeah. I know it was mentioned that if they do it, maybe at a different Second and Charles location. Okay. Which... For, I'm hoping it won't be one that's too far away for me to go to, because it'd be so cool to go to like each year and see it yeah. grow. Yeah, exactly. Um, because also like I kind of got to mix it a little bit with work and yeah. got to meet one of the guys I do business with. Oh, cool! And that's so, awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And like Kay works at a Books Million, and Books Million and Second and Charles are kind of like yeah. Uh, Second and Charles is like their little sister. Yeah. So, 
she's like seen orders her like okay we have to send all these books to second and charles that's cool um so it was pretty darn yeah. awesome that's um, awesome and yeah like i said there's so much more i could talk about books from the con and that'll be spread out through the next couple yeah. of episodes and i tend to prefer cons just a personal preference that focus on the books and the art as mm -hmm. opposed to some of the bigger cons that like you know that's why like i've always meant to try and go to heroes con because it's mm -hmm. the same type of thing it, it it's a comic con yeah that has a huge artist alley because mm -hmm. those are the two reasons i go i mean i and they got panels too but they don't the tv and the movie and all that that doesn't it, filter it in becomes more of a spectacle it becomes more about those just which, because of the nature of them which they were fun mm -hmm. too but this was so cool Getting to talk to the artists and actually yeah. spend time with them. And... I like both shows. I just, I've always want to make sure that there are shows like this. Yes. Still around to be able to go to. And that's, yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm um, hoping that they do it again. I do too, because I would like to try and go next year. Mm -hmm. um, well, as far as, um, I'm just going to, because there's a couple of books on here, but I know we're kind of running low on time. So there's one I want to talk about. So, um, so far, well, actually, okay, it'll be two, but I'll wrap them up into the kind of the same thing. So, um, and by the way, I've written reviews on most of these. So, <laughs> just because I don't talk about them here doesn't mean you can't go to comicbook.com and, and type Matt hey, Mueller. See, there you go. That's just, yeah, that's awesome. Um, the, uh, but Flash, you didn't mm, get to read Flash. I have not yet. Um, and you didn't get to read one of them. So I'm gonna stay away from and, spoilers. And I need to read both of those. So yes, yeah. please don't. Spoil but I'm gonna, yeah. But I'm gonna stay away from spoilers. You know, that's one thing I, we, I think we both try to do on the show is we try to avoid spoilers, not just for ourselves, but for our audience. Yeah, because I don't like spoilers. Yeah, I mean, if I'm reading or watching something, either there better be good spoiler warning. Yeah. Or it's good if they can be, you know, vague enough. Yeah. Without I, you know. I and even in my reviews, I typically don't put out a giant one yeah i kind of try and keep because there's something about reading something for the first time mm -hmm. and absorbing it and going oh that's really cool i like yeah. surprises i still enjoy surprises in this day and age stuff. yeah but and like even came in like she messaged me when she was about to read when she was about to listen to the one about homestuck yeah and she's like are there any homesteads for us because she hasn't completely finished uh, it i'm like we try really hard to yeah. We, we don't try to go into specifics. Yeah, like it's a it's about getting across a feeling. You're mm -hmm. evoking interest. You're yeah. not necessarily so. And guys, if you think we're doing a good job of that, let us know. If you think we could do better, let us know. Or if you want tons of spoilers, just let us know, and we'll do a spoiler cast. Or yeah, something we we could do a little um, mini one. And if you have questions, by the way, that that brings up a good point. If you have questions. Uh, let us know. Send them to any of our social media accounts. Yeah, I mean, you can you know, tweet me, yeah. Tumblr, email to our... Uh, to our email address, which yeah. is in the show notes every week. Um, same thing, you can tweet me, you can send us a message on PSN, whatever. doesn't matter. But if you have any suggestions or questions or things you'd like us to talk about, let yeah. us know. Yeah, suggestions would be cool, too. Yeah. Um, so, these two books, I, I will commend DC mm -hmm. on... So we talked a little bit uh, last time about DC Rebirth Universe number Yes, one. which I still haven't read yet. I was going to go get the new release that came out this Wednesday, yeah. but I haven't been able to yet. I'm probably going to see <laughs> if Rick still has any copies of it he on Friday. Because they, they um, reprinted it. So, he so um, you should maybe read it. I will acquire it on Friday. What's awesome is you should read that 
And then you should read Flash. Yes, because and I know you need to read Rebirth before, before you read Flash. Yeah. And then you should read Teen Titans. Why? Because it is literally like part one, part two, and part three. It's not, I don't know if it's meant to be that way, but, but seriously, it, it feels like you're reading like a third issue in a series. Huh. So if you're a big fan of Flash or whatever, and Wally shows up in Teen Titans, he's kind of in the center of that, right? But Flash number one, um, on an art scale, and both books actually, uh, mm -hmm. both books on so far in the art department, to me, they're hitting out of the park. I just read Aquaman number one as well. Ooh. Same thing. They're hitting out of the park art-wise. I'm, I'm loving what they're doing. They're very, they're classic, and they just have enough edge, but they're they're perfect to me as far as art goes. Mm -hmm. um, but Wonder Woman and Flash, I, I have to commend their... Uh, the way they're really getting down to the essence of these characters is really impressive, and I didn't think they could pull it off. I honestly <laughs> thought, I thought with the rebirthing, we're going to get a lot of the new Fifty Two type stuff again. Mm -hmm. So far, we're very early in, but so far they're doing a very good job yes. of retaining those classic things, those classic aspects, and, and know, the legacy is, and all this other this stuff. This is the first time since the new Fifty Two that I've been like actively wanting to buy. Some of their, DC you know, stuff. main stuff. I have read so much DC. I have read more DC in the last three <laughs> weeks than I had. I mean, for I, six I was looking months. at your list on the notes, and I was like, DC, 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 DC. Marvel. Okay. And I'm a Marvel guy. Like I'm a Marvel guy, and yeah. it's crazy because I even noticed that when I'm like doing reviews. I've been doing a lot of DC reviews lately, mm -hmm. and I've done like one Marvel one, and it's not because there aren't some fantastic Marvel yeah. books. But it's just so refreshing to see DC done yeah. well. So yeah. So anyway, that brings us to a close. So uh, any uh, anything you want to shout out before we head out? You know, like normal, check us out on our Tumblr, our Twitter. You know, Chasing Geek uh, with Night of Oa and Pint Size Ginger is the well, Night and Pint Size is the Twitter, and then our Tumblr is just Chasing Geek, and you know. Of course, I'm Pie Size Ginger on everything, just like you're a Night of O on everything. Pretty much, yeah. And then, yeah, expect more comic stuff from uh, Bright PyCon next episode, too. Yeah, and expect more E3, because yeah. E3 is for the rest of the week, and so there will be more. A lot more. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited. So, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, of course, uh, like she said, you can find all of our links in the show notes uh, as far as the social media channels and email and all that. So, until next uh, two weeks, we will catch you later. Peace. Peace.